This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use offer code GIRLS. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Girls After Show. Hello, everybody, and it is the season finale of Girls, season three season finale. We're so excited for this show, and a lot, a lot has happened. I am your host, Kelly, and hanging out with me, it's me and, what are you doing over there? Spicy, Mari. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we are so sad that Miriam is not in the building with I us know. today, but special shout out to our lovely host, Miriam. Big, big show, season finale. A lot of stuff packed into this episode, which I was very excited Great about. Finale. Really surprised about. Love, love, loved it. What did you think? So overall, I was impressed because it had everything I needed: love, sex, uh, drugs, action, <laughs> <laughs> drama. <laughs> it, it was definitely a, a fulfilling episode. Yes, it absolutely was. And you know, we had a lot of characters pop up. There's a lot. This is it was a full, full show. This. This episode. We got a little bit of storyline for each one. Mm -hmm. Something dramatic or devastating happened to each character's role on the show. Yeah. The, and it's, the episode opens and Caroline is back. Yeah. And we see Caroline, exciting. Hannah runs into Caroline in the hallway, in fr hallway of her building and we find out that this whole time she's been living with Laird downstairs <laughs> and they're going to have a baby. Right. That was definitely a bomb on Hannah because Hannah's going through this whole you know, what do I want with my relationship? Mm -hmm. Do I see myself getting married to Adam? And then Adam's sister is obviously moving on with her life and the whole progression of, you know, moving to the next level. Uh, that's what a baby brings. Right. And a huge life change. And so it's kind of a reminder to Hannah, like, dang, what am I doing with Adam? Right. And even Caroline spews out some negativity towards Adam a little bit. She Something about leaving or hope he doesn't drop you. Basically, I hope he doesn't leave you yeah. behind like he tends to do. Right. Is basically what she said. Like I, you know, she was happy for him that he has this part in this Broadway play, but also kind of throws in, you know, I hope he can find his truth there and he doesn't, you know, kind of she uses like shucking corn as a <laughs> reference or something. Is that what you call it? Is that what what it was that she said? Well, it was something like that. I, don't yeah. know, I, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was something something along those lines. But, you know, she talks in code or parables mm -hmm. or, you know, like the Bible. So <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. got to decipher. But uh, I think that it was a reminder to Hannah once again that, you know, that Adam's, you know, focus is elsewhere and a reminder that there's the potential of him dropping her like a bad habit. 
Right. But I feel like that, I mean, that's always the case. You never really know how a relationship is going to go. And it's just unfortunate that everybody keeps filling your head with, he's mm-hmm. he's an artist, he's going to leave you. He's an artist, he's going to Which leave is you. funny that people were trying to put this in her head now or, you know, these little inceptions of Adam leaving because mm-hmm. he's been pretty stable. He was, you know, in the beginning, he wasn't ready for a relationship. But once mm-hmm. he was in, he was in. And he's yeah. been committed to her since. He has been. I mean, the... I think kind of at this point, the worst that's been going on with them is just his need for space. Right. Which, you know, it's not necessarily the best thing, but, you know, it's understandable. People, people need what they need. But the fact that he's trying to dive into this, you know, we commend him. We support that he is on a Broadway play. He's taking it mm-hmm. very seriously and he just wants to be respected. And so Hannah has to respect that, too. Right. Especially, you know, because we find out something big happened to her in this episode as well. Right. And, you know, well, I mean, let's just talk about that. Right now, she gets a letter from, um, I what is it, the Iowa Writers Workshop? Yeah, Iowa Writers Workshop, and she is accepted in the best graduate. MFA program in the world. Yes, she's, <laughs> so she's accepted. She's excited, and the first person she goes to tell is Marnie. Right. She shows up at Marnie's house, and I love how as soon as she gets there, Marnie is defending herself as soon as she opens the door. <laughs> don't you don't have to tell me I'm a bad person. I know I use sex for this. I know this. I know that. And she's on and on and on and on and Hannah's like, I'm not even here to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. But Marnie was actually supportive and wasn't a hater. She, no. you know, was super excited for her. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody has been pretty supportive of Hannah with this life-changing decision. We didn't even know that Hannah applied to this program either. Right. And so us as viewers were caught off guard as well. But I think we had that proud moment for her. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you are really taking this writing seriously. Because everybody knows we did not believe in Hannah's writing career in the beginning of this first season, season mm-hmm. one. And so to see her progress and flourish, and she's still self-absorbed, but to see her actually take something seriously, you know, we commend her for that. Yeah, it's it's good, to, and especially that she's really excited about it and proud of herself for it. Mm-hmm. And when she tells her parents, they seem to be really excited for her, too. Yeah. Now, another question is, is yes, I believe that the, her parents are excited for her and want, you know, to push her, but do you think her mom was maybe a little overzealous to try to get her away from Adam? I think that's exactly what it was. And her mom had this, like, aha moment. Like, yes, this is the chance. This is the opportunity that I was talking about you wanting better for your life, Hannah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what her mom was saying in so many words with her screaming and jumping was that, yes, you're not going to be stuck and trapped with this man who's kind of complacent and lackadaisical Mm -hmm. and you're going to get what I didn't have. And so I think that because she wants so much better for Hannah, she sees this as, you know, the next opportunity or stepping stone. Absolutely. A lot of it had to do with her getting away from her Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I think so, too. I think it was, yes, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. But on the other hand, it's going to change your life in the direction I feel you should go. Give you a little bit more of a variety. Kind of broaden your horizons I thought it was adorable that her dad was a little bit, you know, uh, more more chill with his response like he was kind of just like yeah Hannah you know it's happy that you observe that about yourself Mm -hmm. but his mom comes downstairs and kind of gets him excited too like no we need to encourage her on this we need to push Mm -hmm. her and so you know and they're hugging it out and just like talking about you know we'll figure out a way to make this happen and they were just really supportive but I like that they collabed as a team when his when her when her mom saw that he wasn't on the same page she was like oh no we need to get on the same page here we're sending our daughter to this school Right. I think it's interesting though how her the the fact that she lost her job isn't 
wasn't a factor in this episode at all. That's the one thing that was missing, especially with her parents talking about grad school and, you know, sending her to Iowa. And there was no mention of her getting fired. Well, I think that that, you know, they never on girls reoccur the issues too often. It's Mm kind of like something crazy happens in previous episodes and then it's just forgotten the next episode as if mm-hmm. it's a fresh clean slate. <laughs> and so uh, I don't think that her losing her job would have necessarily been too relevant to this episode because of this great accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And and it's Hannah. Like at the end of the day, nobody takes her career path seriously anyways. So it's kind of like, yeah, you lost your job. What else is new? She mm-hmm. didn't really want to be at GQ anyway. She th- didn't think that it was serious writing. Right. So it just, it only makes sense for you to have quit. Yeah. And then she tells her parents, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if I believe that writing can be taught. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I remember a lot of English writing classes that I had to take that I thought I was better than what I was until I got my grades back. <laughs> So there is a whole lot to be taught as far as writing is concerned. But Hannah's so retarded. <laughs> and well, speaking of classes, Shosh. Shosh is not graduating. Oh, I feel so sorry for that girl. Shoshana got flagged. She's She failed, what was it, geology? She's missing three credits. I thought it was algebra. Oh, was it? But, I mean, mm-hmm. regardless... She, I feel so bad for her because somebody who has their life so planned, so organized and structured, when something happens that is not in sync with your pyramid plan, mm-hmm. uh, it really throws you off your course. And she's laid everything. She's orchestrated everything her entire life. And so the fact that this, you know, this ripple, you don't, someone like that doesn't even know how to deal with things not going according to plan. Because you see the way that she acts out. When something bad happens, you don't start breaking your stuff, people. Like, that's the (sighs) worst thing to do, to start smashing your, you know, your material items. She's throwing everything around. She's making a mess. She's having, she's freaking out. She's having a breakdown. She is. And then right at that moment, that's when Hannah, or I'm sorry, Marnie decides it's a good time to tell her about Ray. (laughs) (laughs) She goes over there, sits down with her, and I I don't know how I feel about that conversation. How do you feel about it? Do you think that Marty handled it well? That was not the appropriate time. And I understand why Marnie did it. She, Marnie wanted to get it off of her chest. Marnie mm-hmm. wanted to come clean so that nobody would judge her. And then she could be guilt-free, which was very selfish. Mm-hmm. But she could have read her body language and saw, okay, this is not the appropriate time. But when is the appropriate time to tell your friend that you slept with her ex-boyfriend? There isn't really a perfect time. So it's better almost to tell her why she's already dealing with the travesty so that when she heals, she can be healed and start fresh as opposed to trickling the negative things week by week for her. Right. So there wouldn't have been a better time, but I don't think that that was for Shoshana. I think that was totally for Marnie. Yeah. What about how she said it and, like, what she said? So I think that because Marnie is once another character who's very Mm self-absorbed, I think she felt like if she acknowledges the fact that she has low self-esteem and that she's doing this based off of her insecurities, Mm -hmm. that it almost makes it okay her to explain away the reasoning of why she slept with Ray. Nothing on earth makes it okay to sleep with your best friend or friend's ex-boyfriend. That's just a do not... Enter or, you know, that's just like a do, you just don't touch that role. You just don't do it. Well, I thought when she tells Shosh, Shosh, 
I'm sorry, Shoshana. <laughs> I'm Shosh. so tired. I just Shosh. got off an airplane. When she tells her that you're probably going to be insulted that I even thought you would care. I thought that was pretty interesting. This she is somebody to that, it. yeah, trying to make it seem like it's not that big a deal. And she's also downplaying the significance of Shoshana's relationship to right. Ray. Because no, I mean, no matter what, I, how would she feel if Shoshana slept with Charlie? She would not be okay you know, with that. No. Or if Jessa did. I mean, I'm just, I'm surprised Marnie hasn't laid the movies on Adam. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Marnie really does have a self-esteem issue. And out of everybody on the show, she is the most insecure and annoying person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's interesting that she gets this approval from the men who who she can capture or get their attention or devour you know mm-hmm. she goes and, and hannah busted it out at the play she was like this is another por- person's boyfriend that you're going after when she has this opportunity to present desi with a gift and uh, she goes into his room before his before the play starts mm-hmm. and you know here i got you this little trinket of love and he embraces it he accepts it but she's been preying on him going after mm-hmm. him and it's not even because you know i think this is the guy for me and he's with the wrong girl she's preying on these men because it's like okay you don't want me what's wrong with me why are you rejecting me and how can i change your mind about me exactly she just wants to win and exactly. know that she can and it has nothing to do with loving that person this person can make me better it has nothing to do with uh, growth and development it only has to do with self-serving there's you know marnie Mm -hmm. and i just think that is really 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 sad because and let me say this i appreciate the fact that desi's girlfriend checked marnie i don't think it affected marnie (laughs) absolutely absolutely i thought that was the best thing and you could tell when they're in the restroom and, and just to back up before that, Desi and Marty end up share, you know, having a little hot like, make yeah, out session. Kiss. It was a little bit more than just a kiss. Well, it was like up against the wall, boob grab in, and like, well, I mean, no, they didn't have sex, didn't but it was it like, in, it doesn't count. Guys. <laughs> but it was still like, a, it wasn't <laughs> like they just like kissed and were like, Oh no. Oh yeah. Okay. It, you know, it was a passionate kind of like hot little encounter. And, Marnie is just grinning from ear to ear after that. And that in itself is, you know, pretty bad, I think, when you're that excited about something that's so bad. Well, she's happy that she convinced him, you know, that that he could uh, that he could be affectionate with her. I don't even think that it was like she wanted to win and make him her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It was just like, why don't you want me? Why don't you want me? Well, yeah, Finally. she just wanted the proof that he was actually attracted to her. Yeah, she just wanted yeah. that, you know, moment. The validation. Yeah, the validation. It. She doesn't even want a relationship with him. I yeah. promise you, just like what the girlfriend said, you know, once he discovers, you know, how pitiful you are, yeah. he's not Well, I think that's you. one of the most disturbing things about her character is the fact that she can look someone in the face and pretend to be so nice when she's going after their boyfriend because even the conversation in the bathroom you know they're standing there and she's like oh i didn't and you could tell on clementine's face as soon as she sees marnie she's already Mm -hmm. disgusted Mm -hmm. before marnie even says anything and she says oh he's gonna be so happy that you were able to make it and she just looks at her and she's like you know cut the shit right that's enough you fake I know, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing and you're nothing but a pathetic mess. He's going to figure it out if he hasn't already. Yeah. And she still tries to lie. 
Clementine, please believe me. And that's when she gets a little harsher and says, you know, just like, shut up. Just shut up. I don't even want to hear it. And Marnie still, I don't think she still really gets it. And so when Marnie's like, oh, we're recording an album, Clementine fights back and she's like, you were recording one. Like, not anymore. anymore. Yeah. That was like, checkmate. You Mm -hmm. think you're about to do this? Watch. Watch how I work. Yeah. But I like how she says, she's like, I get it. He's sexy. He's, you know, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. I get it. But. No. But he's not yours. Yeah. No. Stay away. Step off. That's <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I definitely understand where Clementine's coming from. I've had to check a couple hoes in my time. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sometimes you got to check these girls. Like, they lose their mind. Like, they get a little crazy. And I think that the fact that you can go from sleeping with Ray the day before to now kissing mm-hmm. Desi the next day, it's like, what are you doing? I just really feel like Marnie is so lost. Right. And it devalues your body and yourself, your soul, when you throw yourself at these many men. And But then pretending that she gets it. Because not only does she sleep with Ray the day before, she's talking about it to Hannah saying, I know that I do this. I know that I do these things to myself. And then she's going right back to it and very excited about it and kind of bragging about him kissing her. Yeah. She brags about it to Hannah in a, in a way. And she does the same thing with Elijah. Right. Where she keeps, she's talking about it like it's like to win. So I know that they didn't write this into the story, but I wish that Shoshana would have smacked the bejesus out of her when she jumped on top of her. And screamed, I hate you. Yeah. She should have smacked her. Mm -hmm. Maybe it wasn't in her character to do that. She's not a physical or a violent person. Well, the fact that she actually pushed her down and Mm -hmm. got on top of her, I thought was a pretty big deal for Shoshana. Yeah. But the fact that, that, she was still, I mean, I don't, we didn't see their interaction at the play, but she was like, you know, Ray, we need to talk, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking she's going to like ream Ray. And instead she just tells him she wants him back. I think her idea of what they needed to talk about, I think it changed throughout the I'm time she the was sitting there mm-hmm. because she tells him, you're going to buy me some M&Ms at intermission and we're going to have an effing chat. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows, like he already knows what it's about. Yeah. And that in itself was pretty interesting. And we were talking about it earlier that it's probably because she's failed in she's a spiraling. sense. And she's out of control and he's doing well. And the roles have reversed. And now she wants him back. And he actually told her no. He's pulling a, she's pulling a Marnie where. With Charlie. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Charlie. And, you know, I feel so, so sorry for Shoshana because I know how detrimental the Lakotas are. But at the same time, she's going to her safe haven. She's going to the one person who accepted her regardless of how successful she was, regardless mm-hmm. of what path she was going down and the choices that she made. You know, Ray was complacent. And he admitted, I'm doing better because of you. Like, you encouraged me. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we're in two different places. And it's really, really hard to accept someone after they have thrown you away. Right. And she threw him away. And so now he's just getting, you know, his, he's getting on his path. He's, he's discovering Mm -hmm. who Ray is. And I don't think that he still wants anything with Marnie. I think that that's just like a fly by night, hit it, quit it. Right. But at the same time, I think that he's starting to get proud of himself. And, you know, I think relationships, it's like, who was there with you when you were down and who stuck it through? Not just who's there when you're winning. And he took it personal, I think. 
And Absolutely. He, I mean, how can you not? Yeah. But the, I do appreciate that he gives her credit for what she did do for him. Yeah. And he tells her, I will always appreciate that. But no, sorry. And she's practically begging. Please. 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 Yeah. And I think it's just one of the things, like you said, she's just lost. But mind you, she we see one glimpse of her like walking by the basketball court and seeing him. But you don't really see her thinking about him the entire year. It wasn't as if she was like tormented, like, gosh, you know, I shouldn't be sleeping with this guy right now because I miss Ray so much. It was like out of sight, out of mind, Ray who I'm going to mm-hmm. get my freak on and discover my sexual empowerment all year long. And right. Ray made it clear. He was like, you've been throwing this in my face. Like, you have, yeah. you've been very, tac- you know, t- distasteful about it. So should I even really be that sorry? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Why should I respect your feelings when you didn't respect mine, basically? Yes. I'm proud of him for not taking her back because that would have been the easy thing to do. Yeah. But I think when someone's hurt you so much and you just had enough, sometimes the best thing to do is just walk away. Yeah, it's just time to move on. Sometimes yeah. it's just really time to go. Because I think a lot of times when you go backward, it's just because you're lost in the in the sense of where you were trying to go forward. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier to go back and go back into that comfortable space that you thought you didn't really want. And I think it becomes more confusing that way. I think that's one of the big reasons why when you're in a long-term relationship and it does end, you spend another year or two kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. and figuring out if you, wondering if you made the right decision or not or you know, just kind of that teetering. Well, it's scary to move forward. And I think yeah. that when you move forward and it's not without the same comfort or blanket that you had before, you know, it makes it really difficult. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's one thing that, you know, you see Shoshana doing. Marnie's been guilty of it. Adam and Hannah revisited it. But, you know, they were able to realize that, you know, they're better together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just think that it's, you know, interesting that we saw you know, Shoshana, and and the thing is, is too, had Shoshana graduated, would she be going back to Ray? I don't think so. And that's the that's the part that's like, you know, mm, you want me when you're down. Okay. Well, and he kind of calls her on that. What? It's because you're jealous. But he uses Marnie as the excuse. It's because I, he doesn't, obviously, I don't think he knows about the graduation, but he tells her, is it because you're jealous that I, had sl- that I slept with your friend and now you think you want me back? Yeah, this was kind of bad timing, too, for her to yeah. <laughs> present this to him. Yeah. Yeah. If had it been before the Marnie thing, that would be different. But mm-hmm. I think that now that she knows, it's like, uh, there's too many variables. Yeah, absolutely. And then Jessa, if we move on to Jessa and her new job, she gets, you know, quite an earful talking with, uh, talking with Beatty about wanting to commit suicide i don't care what you're suffering from if you want to kill yourself you're not in the right state of mind you're obviously experiencing some form of depression Mm -hmm. so you cannot uh you cannot feed into that when someone is telling you that they no longer want to live you cannot enable them and put the gun in their hand and put the drugs in their hand because they're not in their right mental capacity they can't decipher between proper thinking or not so mm-hmm. when you are dealing with someone who's in that state of mind to commit an illegal crime <laughs> for them thinking that you're one not going to cut and two that you're not going to feel guilty about it and three what if this is not the right thing and this person's mind changes tomorrow 
you're just dealing with too many factors. And I don't think that it was very smart of Jessa to give her those drugs to kill herself. Well, we also know that Jessa doesn't always make the best decisions. And I think she felt guilty. Because BD really gave, a, you know, a guilt tripped her bad. Mm-hmm. She's in so much pain and she wakes up every morning disappointed that she actually lived to see another day. And just she's just been alone and miserable. And being lonely is can really take a toll on people, mm-hmm. especially in her condition. She says, my body's gone. I'm just tired. I'm over this. I just don't, I don't want to be around anymore. And Jessa really thought about it. And then we see her feeding her the pills and lo and behold, all of a sudden, I don't want to die. Yeah. She should have stuck her finger down her throat though. Yeah. Like instantly to get yeah. those pills out of her. Yeah. But, you know, I just think that, well, two. I'm wondering, is Jessa still on drugs? That's what I was wondering, too. Is she she doesn't look to be. No, because she didn't there's seem no to be. going through withdrawals, period. You know, I know girl skips a couple steps when they have the yeah. next episodes. But it's not that easy to start work at the for the art, you know, museum the next day or for, you know, this famous artist mm-hmm. and be so in control. When you're going, you're doing the major drugs that Jessa was doing, mm-hmm. she would need, like, extreme amount of time to get it out of her system if she's still not on the drugs. Well, I wonder if she is and we'll have to I'll have to go back and watch and and see if they even make reference to it because I don't think that they have. Aside from Shoshana you know when she's dancing around and Shoshana makes that comment as if you know is it fun to be on drugs? Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if she's doing it in doses enough where she can actually function uh-huh. if she, she's a functioning addict which i think she may be and i think she just kind of went overboard when she was with her friend oh, because okay. it was just non-stop partying but that i think on her own i think she's actually a functioning addict yeah that would make sense okay but, uh, but i'm not sure like I, i'd have to go back and and see if they've actually made reference to it because they, they do they kind of skip stuff when they're coming back and forth from stories yeah so I'm not sure about that one. And you guys tell us, too, if you remember something about that that we may have left out. I just thought that that was, like, the worst decision ever. Mm-hmm. Because if they do an autopsy report, they're going to see that this woman had drugs in her body. Right. And then they're going to question where she got the drugs from. And then they're going to see that she, that uh, Jess has a record of drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and that she was working Definitely for her. And that she was the, the last person with her. And that her hair strands or DNA was somewhere in the house. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's I, forensic yeah, files. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I watch a lot of Law & Order Special Victims. Okay. I know how to, you know, cover one of these cases. But I just thought that was a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. You know, and it, it it's just, I was baffled that Jessa was even doing that. But, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew, I knew that she was going to change her mind before she died. Yeah. So, you know, disappointed in that decision for Jessa. But I'm curious to see if Jessa goes to jail or if when uh, she wakes up from whatever coma she's going <laughs> to temporarily be in from the drugs. If she's going to say that she did it all herself so that she doesn't get Jessa in trouble. Mm-hmm. Or if she says, hey, Jessa gave me these drugs. It's definitely going to be interesting to see which way they take it. If they even come back to it. Yeah, sometimes they just on. Like, will probably be back to her gypsy state yeah. uh, next season. <laughs> <laughs> Frolicking in the Lily of Daisies or something. I don't know. <laughs> but, it, yeah, Girls is a very interesting show. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about uh, Adam and Hannah? 
Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was it was so great their interaction today, just showing both sides of each of them and kind of the little the the, the selfishness that each one of those characters has. But also the fact that they do genuinely love each other. Mm-hmm. And it was that that was kind of one of my favorite thing to see in this episode tonight. First off, how many times does Adam have to tell her, I don't want to see you right now? <laughs> I need space. How many times before you get it? How many? When she walks into his dressing room, he's not happy to see her. Can I just say <laughs> that you mentioned something interesting. You said, how many times do does Adam have to tell her that I need space? You know what has a lot of space? <laughs> <laughs> Squarespace. <laughs> yes. He's going to have to make a website that says, Hannah, stop it. Relax. I need space.com. <laughs> exactly. She needs to be like, you know, going on. She needs to, her and Adam need to take some time and uh, create their own websites. Okay. <laughs> What's going but, on with your website? Um, I have the spicylife.com and I'm actually looking to um, revamp it. And I want to, because you, as you know, I'm working on my uh, matchmaking and I'll be a certified professional matchmaker this summer. So for my Fabulous. website, I have to revamp the entire thing and take down videos and make everything linked to my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And there's a lot of work within it that I need to do. And I just don't have a lot of time. So I need something to help me organize. And it's Mm -hmm. great that we have a Squarespace as an option to help me with this. And it's extremely affordable. I don't have to pay these astronomical amounts and keep track every month of what bills are due and, you know, how to organize the site. There's a, you know, calendar option on there that can help me with all of that. And so I'm pretty excited about switching over to Squarespace. And um, there's, you know, a, a discount code even that I'm going to be able to benefit. Uh, mm-hmm. All I have to do is put in girls. Mm-hmm. And you guys, you viewers at home can definitely put in the code girls and get a discount as well, 10% off of your first purchase, which is super awesome and cool because if you're like me and you are saving right now for your dreams and future, you want to cut costs wherever you can. <laughs> What's the monthly fee? It seems like it's like $8 a month, right? Yeah, it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's pretty inexpensive. That's and great. so, I, you know, I think that that, you know, we can come up with that. I can find that in my couch. <laughs> so, um, you know, and one thing that I do appreciate is the 24-hour, seven days a week. You know, there's someone, uh, you know, some type of staff that I can call if I have mm. questions that will be accessible to me because I have a lot of questions as a host here at AfterBuzz. Uh, <laughs> you know, we ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I need the answers, and Squarespace offers that to me. So if you are looking to start a website or if Adam and Hannah need to uh, start their own little, you know, I match, love match uh, website and, uh, you know, figure out what's going on with the relationship. Uh, they can do this through Squarespace as well. That's great. <laughs> offer code girls. Yes. Don't forget the offer code. So back to them and this crazy patch that they're going through right now. But again, Hannah comes in. He is not really happy to see her. And she decides to drop the Iowa bomb on him right, right before his Broadway debut. And again, it just plays back into her selfishness. What type of person doesn't think that that would affect him? Right. And something like so big, he's been saying, I need clarity. I need clarity. There's always something with you. I can't be distracted. I just Mm -hmm. want to focus. And 
when she's walking in, you and I are thinking to ourselves, please don't, please don't, please mm-hmm. don't ruin this for him. She starts off so well. He's obviously not really that thrilled to see her, but then she sits there and she tells him, I'm so proud of you. I want you to know that this is great. You've actually helped, you know, me grow and all of these things. And they have a really nice moment Mm -hmm. where he tells her it's because I love you. That was, and it was such a great touching moment. They kiss and she should have just got up and left. But no, she decides to get into a bigger conversation because she has no patience and she's selfish and everything's all about her. She's not even setting. And I I don't think it's mean. I think it just she just genuinely doesn't think about the other, how anything she does affects the other person. Well, that's what I had said to you when we were watching. I was Mm -hmm. like, you know, I believe her response. I believe that she really felt like, gosh, this is great news for me. I want to share it with my significant other because it's a part of the process of our relationship. You know, we Mm -hmm. we experience things on a day-to-day basis. We, you know, reveal it to each other. We share. Mm -hmm. So I think that she was really going into it thinking like, this is great news. Adam is the only person who doesn't know and he's the love of my life. I want to share this with him. But not one time did she even think about the fact that, hey, we're going to be doing long distance. It could potentially lead to a breakup and we're very reliant on each other as mm-hmm. far as our day-to-day basis is concerned. How is this going to affect him, make him feel? Now, one time did she think about that? No, she's only thinking about herself as she proves time and time again in this series that when it comes to big, important things like of that nature, she only thinks one-sided. Well, you see, she didn't even mention, not to anybody, like, hey, I wonder what's going to happen with Adam and I if I move. I would, I would, that would be the first thing that I would think about is like, mm-hmm. oh, my relationship, my home, what am I going to do with it, my family. She didn't really, those weren't any of her concerns. I mean, she mentioned to her family like, oh, I have to find new friends. Mm-hmm. But she didn't say anything about her and Adam. No. And there was no like, what's going to happen with my relationship or Adam might want me to stay. You know, should I possibly not take this for him? Well, I think in the very beginning when she first got the letter and she was saying, I don't know if I'm going to take it. I think, think that, that related it. to Adam. Mm. But then after she got the cheering from her parents and them saying that they were, you Proud figure it out. You go when you, when an opportunity like this comes along, you go and you figure it out. It doesn't necessarily mean that anything has to be over, which it doesn't. It definitely makes things more difficult, yeah. especially not being in the same place. But, and very few people can actually you know, make the long distance work. But it does. If you really want to be, if you really love the other person and you want to wait around, yeah. it, you know, it can work depending Long on how it goes. distance works if you guys have a goal in mind. If you guys mm-hmm. make a plan and you have a goal, okay, we're going to take this amount of time to I make mean, this happen. I mean, I don't know how, mon- how monogamous long distance yeah. will be, but if You're dealing theory. with two young kids. <laughs> and so who knows if, if Hannah next season is going to meet somebody else. You know, we already see Adam. Um, we already see Adam's co-star trying to get all yeah. up in his business. I thought that was kind of like playing towards the camera, though, just but to why make it seem just, like there's a relationship hot and heavy on, you know, the yeah, Broadway play. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I think that that was more playing it up. But... You know, it can definitely lead to something else. But knowing that he has a girlfriend because they all met Hannah to do that is pretty scandalous. Very yeah. Marnie-esque. That was. That <laughs> definitely was. I can totally see that. And don't catty, catty watch girl. Hannah see that picture. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> but but Hannah's so aloof. She wouldn't even think any. I feel like she wouldn't even feel anything yeah. about it. Yeah. But I did like when they were all watching the the performance of, what was it, Major Barbara? Mm-hmm. 
that they were all genuinely thought he did a fantastic job and they really liked it. Like and it she's, did. We she was like falling asleep during the part until Adam came out <laughs> and Elijah's like elbowing her. <laughs> and, but they all were really excited and, and she seemed so proud of him. It was and adorable. Really excited she for like him. She put her hands under her chin and she's like, ah. Just it was a, a very it was an amazing experience for her and for them. That's mm-hmm. their friend, and he did a fantastic job. And not even Elijah could talk smack, right? You know, I mean, he did a little bit. That you know that the the, pl- the play in general wasn't that great, but <laughs> you know that's just kind of. But he said that before he saw Adam mm-hmm. Spark. Mm-hmm. But it, I definitely thought that they were supportive, and it was just it was it was adorable to see Hannah be so proud of him, mm-hmm. and so it just sucks that Adam was so hard on himself at the very end and I know what that feels like to know that you didn't deliver your best performance Mm -hmm. and to wish that you would have said something like this or to do something like this and so as an actor you get very much in your head Mm -hmm. even as a host sometimes we have to stay focused and in tune and when you get in your head it takes you out of your space and giving your best and Adam wasn't able to what he felt like produce his best work because Hannah's selfish butt came and ruined that for him. And he asks her, why would you do that? Why did you tell me about this right before I was going to go on? But she was really oblivious. Yeah. She had no clue. And he says, I'm sick of trying to work it out. Can one thing ever be easy with you? Mm-hmm. And that really cut her. That re- You saw the look of like, devastation on her face. But I'm proud of her for only saying congratulations on a beautiful opening night. Mm-hmm. Because as a woman, our... inkling or inclination is to uh fight fight we like i probably would have said oh you got me f up (laughs) up in here like i probably would have gone off and then you know i would have my feelings would have been hurt so i would have reacted emotionally Mm -hmm. and she took the high horse even though he did hurt her feelings Mm -hmm. and just tell him you know congratulations for a beautiful opening night because and she didn't go to the party she gave him his space and Mm -hmm. she she left and went home yeah and I don't think he wanted her to go to the party, even if the play had gone well. I still feel like Adam still wants needs the this, separation. Yeah, he needs this space. Yeah, I think he wants this for himself. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm I'm just proud of her for, although she did ruin the, be, the the beginning night, she did not ruin the rest of the night by creating a fight. Right, because she could have ended it very hard. The way that Clementine did with Desi. Look, they were fighting in the Correct. street. They were arguing and fighting in the street, which could lead to a breakup. Well, we have little stalker Marnie around the corner watching them. And so (laughs) what do you think happened? Do you think that Desi uh, and Clementine had the discussion about Marnie after the play? I think so. I think she probably went and told him. And told him you're not recording an album with her. So something. So when somebody's in that positive energy or having a great day, to go and spoil it for them with whatever you're feeling at the time is extremely selfish. It is. And everybody at some point in their life has been guilty of that where we don't want to hold it in. We want to talk about it. We want to get it on the, you know, on the table now. And I'm even guilty of doing the Clementine thing. So I understand why she wanted to get off of her chest because she just dealt with Marnie. She, you know, wanted to address it, nip that in the bud because it's really bothering her. Well, and, you know, he made out with Marnie. Yeah. Now, we don't now, know. she doesn't know that. Well, we don't know what she knows. Like, we don't know how, you know, we don't know if. I would hope that he wouldn't admit that to Clementine before the play. Yeah, I mean, we, we don't really know what happened, but she. We're assuming. Already 
she already knew the, what the that score Marnie was. Like she knew, yeah. you know, she knew the you deal. You can look so. at a woman and tell when they oh. have the hots for your guy. It's mm-hmm. like obvious. So she probably did address that with him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they were breaking up. I think that they were just fighting about the situation. But that, regardless, that's not the appropriate time. And a woman has to learn when's the best time for her to be heard. And so Clementine jumping down his throat after his opening night when he's excited and when he's with his cast. All he's going to want to do is shut her down. Yeah. Bur- go you know, away. Be, yeah, go. Like he's going to, you know, he's <laughs> not going to receive the information to the best of his ability and be able to think, okay, well, you know, Clementine, you're probably right. You know, let me be sensitive to where you're coming from. Yeah. He wants to be on his high right now. Right. And Marnie's but How creepy was she? Why was she ducking around the corner like watching them fight? See what happened. She doesn't even want him. She only <laughs> wants what she can't have. Mm-hmm. And if Charlie came along right now, she'd make out with Charlie tonight too. Yeah, she. Yeah, I've she. had it up to here with Marnie. <laughs> I really have. Like, she somebody needs to whoop her tail. Yeah, I mean, it came pretty close, but I still. But again, she just. I think it goes in one ear and out the other. She's just not going to get it till she gets it. I guess. I would love to do uh, my prediction for After Buzz being that. She and Jessa. Jessa's the only person that I can see stepping to Marnie and mm-hmm. giving her a piece. And I'm surprised that Jessa didn't do that at their on their vacation when when I think it was Shoshana who said something rude to Jessa. Yeah. But regardless, I want it to be something that Mar that uh Jessa has to confront with Marnie and I can see Jessa kind of smacking her around a little bit. Like cuz Jessa has the more stronger mm-hmm. blunt aggressive personality and so i can see that happening and i i hope that that happens next season i hope we see them get into it i mean it could it something could come of that for this whole bd situation maybe that comes it stems from that being that she was the artist at marnie's gallery ah. so maybe that could be the connection that leads to you tried to kill my artist or well, you know if lynn something. denham is listening please write that into <laughs> the script next season. i'm just thinking about like that could be kind of the connection that goes there. They, not that they need a reason to fight <laughs> you know right. put them in the same room together that's enough <laughs> I, I don't know that's a good point we could do that yeah um i and i just love elijah that he's back. I think it's, you know, it was great that he showed up in the Hamptons episode and that, you know, now he's um, been in pretty much all the, all the other episodes. Just the little zingers that he says. Well, they need that flamboyant gay male, you know, character. Well, I think they need, like, the comic relief yeah, that and, he but brings. Yeah, I think he brings that, too. And he, the and the reason why he fits in is because it's a show called Girls, and he's so flamboyant, he is one of the girls. Mm-hmm. You know, he when he's talking smack, he is, like, the diva of the crew. Very, very sassy. Yeah. But always, like, says, like, the greatest things. They're just funny. And even when they're at the play before they're going to be seated, and it's Ray, Hannah, and him, he looks at Ray, and he's like, we should try to get you a blazer before the show starts. (laughs) But then later on, we see him cross his legs, and he's in shorts. He's wearing shorts and a blazer. And when they were doing the red carpet photos, and he's backing into the picture. Oh, my gosh. Trying to, yes, trying to get in the Get into the cast photo. That was hilarious. Hilarious. But I love that they welcomed him back. I mean, you would never even know that there was, like, that they skipped a beat with their relationship with him. Right, right. Yeah, and that's, that's, I think that he is a great character to have on the show, too, uh, just because he brings a little bit of the, um, the honesty, the, the, the truth, He's a character within himself, but, and like you said, the comic relief, 
But he also has messed with the girls as well. Yeah. So although he's like this gay guy that, you know, is the the sister girl, he's also messed with Marnie <laughs> and Hannah. And so... And was a reason why they fought. Right. Yeah. And so he knows what it's like to, to, to deal with their drama. Mm-hmm. He's been a part of it. Yeah. But I'm glad I'm glad that he's back. I'm glad that he's around. It definitely adds a, a, a fun a fun element to yeah, for sure. to the girls' dynamics, and they're all kind of freaking out in their own ways right now. Um, so, do you think Adam and Hannah are breaking up? Eek, ooh, ah. Or do you think he was just mad? I think that when he cools down, he is going to realize what Hannah means to him. Mm-hmm. They fought so hard to be together that I don't think they're going to let each other go that easily. I think they're going to try to do the long distance uh, because they would have. I feel like they would have done their for what their for what mm-hmm. farewell and goodbye uh, this episode if they weren't going to be together next season. But I think that they're going to do something to to write Adam out a little bit. So there's going to be some type of little affair or something that goes on. Either him to meet someone else. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something. But I think that it's eventually going to lead to a breakup. I just don't think that they have enough substance to make it work between each other. Okay. What do you think? I I don't think it's a breakup right away. No, I think that they're... I think it'll still drag out a little bit. Especially depending upon if she really does decide to go. And where the show comes back. Mm -hmm. If they actually do the crossover where she's there and it's New York. Or if they jump... It's a two-year program, I think. So if they jump two years ahead... And she's already done with it, and then they're back in New York and oh, see where everybody who knows ends how up. They'll play it, yeah. Like I mean, that it'd be interesting to see which way that they go if they go through it, or if they go, you know, two, three, four, five years ahead, kind of like some of the other shows I've done before. Yeah. Oh, that'd be interesting so to see that. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. I want to see how they go and. He's got a bit busy movie schedule now oh, in do, real life. Do some news so. and gossip for us. Yeah, we can do a little bit of news and gossip. Okay, so we already know that Girls is picked up for a season four, which is fantastic. So that is confirmed. That's news to me. (laughs) It is official. HBO has got them in. We don't know. Um, They're going to start shooting in the spring. And um, Andrew Reynolds, who plays Elijah, is coming back as a series regular. So he'll be back on full time, which is great. And I I love that. See, and I didn't even know that he wasn't a series regular because Mm -hmm. his role was so... I mean, I just love him. Yeah. So I'm just like, oh, he's just busy when he's not on set. So or when he's not, on, you know, in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> but he's now going to be a series he's, regular. Yeah, definitely going to be a series regular, which is going to be great. And we don't really know kind of, obviously, there's no plot points or anything that's come out yet about season four. But for the most part, it looks like everybody everybody's coming back. Okay, great. To what capacity, we don't know, mm-hmm. especially depending on what happens with, with Adam and Hannah. But you said his schedule's busy. His schedule is busy because he's ca- he, got, he got officially cast in the new Star Wars movie, which is great. He's also got a couple of other projects in the works, so that might be a factor, too, of how much he's he's in it. You know, depending on his schedule and when they're shooting all of these great things for him. But congratulations to him. I mean, he's he's taking off. I think he's a great actor. I think he plays that part so well. I really, really love it. I watched a movie with him recently, Francis Ha. That he's in. It's, it's, it's a great little independent film, and he's. It's, it's not Adam. It's it's, it's, it's a, a different. different person? It's a different person. Oh, I have to see this. So what is it's it called? Cool. It's called Francis Ha. 
Francis Ha. Uh huh. Okay. It's got a little bit of Adam to it, but it's on Netflix. Yes, it is on Netflix right now. And also, Jemima Kirk, Jessa, she recently had an art show that opened up in San Francisco and she did a solo, um, it's oil oil paintings, I believe, and they are going to be on display through May 10th in San Francisco. So, um, check it out if you are in that area. Cool. She's a pretty cool artsy person i follow her on instagram there's a lot of cool stuff there oh nice yeah all right well let's do some predictions. Your after buzz tv predictions so i predict and i <laughs> speak into existence that jessa and marnie are going to duke it out next season that marnie somebody needs to whoop marnie's butt and so I predict that uh, that that will be written into the the storyline at some point <laughs> next season. But I think that we are going to get to see Hannah go off to school. I think that something's going to happen where uh, she does not finish. She's going to either drop out or something's going to happen with a guy. I don't think that she's going to get pregnant or anything like that. But I think there's going to be some kind of drama that brings her back. And she's going to pop up on Adam and he's going to be with another woman. Or Ooh. be in bed with someone. It's going to be something dramaful and dramatic. But uh, he's going to use the excuse, but you left me, but you left me, but you left me. And I think that we're going to see uh, Shoshana get her last credits. I don't think it's the end of the world. Summer school, maybe. Yeah, summer school or something like that. And get her life back together. Because you see her kind of like cleaning up her mess. But then mm-hmm. she has one last thing that she needs to break, which is the window. So I think, you know, hopefully she'll, you know, get her life back together. Uh, and I think that Ray is going to come back to her. I think that he was on his, you know, almighty horse, but he's going to realize that this whatever he's doing with Marnie is some BS. Mm-hmm. And he already knows that. But I think that he is going to see what Shoshana brought into his life also, and he's going to get over the fact that she threw him away and rejected him. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I see that for him, but that definitely would be an interesting take on you it. You never know. But I think that, at least for me, their interaction made it seem like he just outgrew that part of himself because mm-hmm. he's grown up mm-hmm. and she's still like such very immature and naive compared to where he has, she actually where yes, yeah, she pushed him to be, mm-hmm. but that would be, I want, I want to see him with someone else. I want him to kind of like get out of that circle, kick Marnie to the curb. That would be cool if they introduced kind of, us to a new girlfriend on the show. For yeah. Him. And I, I like his friendship with Adam. Like I'd like, like to see that progress and him like that be a whole separate scenario, a whole separate situation aside from the, their little circle of people yeah. instead of where, you know, all the time it's just like the kind of intermixing with the same core people. It'd be kind of cool to have another side to that. I mean, that. he definitely said he misses his apartment. So yeah. what if he gets his apartment back from... Or if they become roomies right. for, you know, officially. Mm, I, there's not enough room in there, I think, for two guys. <laughs> I don't know. They seem to be very comfortable with each other. Yeah, they were getting along pretty well. <laughs> I don't know. But all in all, it was a great season finale. I really, really liked it. I'm so excited for the new season. And I can't wait for it to start. Yes, my goal is to somehow get on set of Girls and uh, do one of the episodes. So you guys might see me in episode. <laughs> I know. I just came back existence. from. I just came back from New York, and I was running around Williamsburg. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> I had to see my little girls trip from Brooklyn. Yay. It was nice. Okay, well, we're well thank excited. you guys for so much for hanging out with us for a fabulous season of Girls. Hopefully, we will be back season four so excited can't wait Miriam we missed you make sure to follow us on After Buzz TV on all the social media channels and go to iTunes download rate comment on YouTube as well and so we can keep chatting about girls while they are on hiatus mm. 
Oh, excuse me. You can follow me at <laughs> Kelly with an IEO79. And you guys can play with my Twitter or stroke my Instagram at spicy underscore Mari. That's S-P-I-C-Y underscore M-A-R-I. And we'll see you next season. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.